Thank you for tuning in to The Dash with Matrilla. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you are. Hey, we're at the top of May. Can you believe it? We, I'm telling you guys, we are breezing through this, but you've got to stay focused. Don't let the days passing by take you off your game, knock you off your game, stay focused. But this still just lets us know that God is still moving. There's still movement all around us. We still have the opportunity to see the things that we're expecting manifest in our lives. This morning, I want to talk to you about worrying and worship. Worry and worship. We can't do them both, guys. Guess what? Worrying and worship don't mix. It's like oil and vinegar. They don't mix. It's like saying that you're going to give God all of your burdens. You're going to take everything to him and you're going to leave it there. But on your way away, on your way leave from leaving uh, his throne, you're going to turn back around and say, oh, but Lord, let me just take this little bit of doubt with me and I'll hold on to it and, and bring it back to you later. That's not how this works. Either you're going to worship God, and I mean worship him today, worship him right now about everything that he has already shown you, every vision he's giving you, every um, idea he's, he's allowed to come into your thoughts. Worship him for them. Worship him in a way as if, like the Bible says, Believe in it as if it has already taken place. Have faith in that thing as if it is taking place already. You got to know within your hearts of heart that what God shows you and what he has given you in your thoughts and in your heart, it can it is it, it can manifest. It's yours. He gave it to you. He didn't give it to anyone else. And guess what? Even if someone else has the same idea that you have, God gave you such an original way of putting your own twist on it that when you present it to the world, that there will be someone who is going to be waiting for it the way that you present it. Now, on the worrying side, if you're going to sit and you all you're going to do is worry, then I can assure you, it will look as if though your life is at a complete standstill. It will look as if though the hand of God is not working in your life. It will also look as if though you have no idea of which direction you're going in. What are you doing? So here's what I want you to know about worrying. Worrying does not make it happen faster. Worrying does not bring you closer to your destiny. If, if anything, it, it appears to make to pull you further away from it. Although the hand of God is always working in our lives behind the scene, but worrying will put the smoke screen up to make us believe that nothing's moving, nothing's going. Hey, here's what I want to share with you guys today. Ecclesiastic 9 and 11. Remember this. Ecclesiastic 9 and 11 lets us know that, hey, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. So guess what? You don't have to spend so much time going super fast and trying to be super strong for everybody and everything that you're overwhelming yourself. No, it is given the battle and the, hey, the race and the battle are given to those who endure. And the best way to endure is do it with faith. 
trusting in God, believing that his word is true and knowing that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And he's going to be with you to the end. He is going to take you through this process. Now, if you're going to worry, remember, we're talking about worrying and worshiping. If you're going to worry, then you'll never be able to understand how moving at a very fast pace is not the right way to do everything. It's not the way to win, win this race. You're in a race for, you're, you're in a, hey, here, here you go. You're in a lifelong race. We don't want temporary fix. You don't want to be, you don't want something, you don't want a band-aid on something. You want to heal that wound. You want to make sure that this is everlasting for you. And when I say everlasting, I mean, you want to experience the abundance of life, which Jesus Christ died for. And that is to make sure that you live free. If you're worrying, you're not free. So gather your thoughts, get your, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to regulate your mind, regulate your thoughts, ask him to come in like a flood and just fill your mind with words that encourage you, with scriptures that keep you lifted up, with scriptures that speak life into your situation, your circumstances, into you all together, because that's what the dash is all about. Remember, the dash is your life. The dash is that little line between the day you were born and the day you leave this earth. And that dash in between those two dates is exactly what people will talk about, is exactly what people will remember you by. Hey, make your dash great. How about that? I'm working every day to make my dash great. And you know how I do that? By encouraging you, motivating you, inspiring you to keep moving and never give up. You cannot give up. You can't give up. Somebody who is listening to this podcast on today, whether you're listening to it now or listening to it a couple of days from today or whatever, or somebody shared it with you, you may be on the verge of literally saying, I am done. I am done with life altogether. But let me tell you something, baby. Don't be done with life. You know why? Because it is not your life to be done with. God gave you this life as a gift. And when he gives you a gift, I can assure you, he is going to show you how to, how to function in that gift, how to live in that gift, how to move in that gift. But you have got to open yourself up to him. And you can't open yourself up to him with worrying. Now, I'm not saying that, um, you know, things won't cross your mind because they cross each of us. I don't care who you are. You can be, you can be one of the most prophetic people on the face of the earth. You can be a bishop. You can be a deacon. You can just be, hey, the woman just walking down the street, going to the store. It doesn't matter. Our thoughts, there's always something coming in our minds, something, whether it's the enemy interjecting it, whether it's God interjecting it, whether we're just conjuring it up ourselves, we're having these thoughts at all times. But here is the key. The key is whether or not you entertain the thoughts. It's what you entertain. If you entertain things that's going to make you worry, then guess what? That's exactly what you're going to do. You're going to worry. You're going to wake up worrying. You'll go through your day worrying. You'll even go to bed worrying. But that's not what I want for you. What I want for you is to worship. 
Worship God like your future depends on it because it does. So I want you to worship in such a way that when you open your mouth and speak about your situation, you're speaking as if though it is already taking place. Learn how to talk about your situation, your circumstances, your family, yourself, as if you are walking in that very thing that God has already shown you. Hey, take me for instance. For I know maybe four or five years, I had been walking in a relationship, walking in marriage, walking in a good husband, walking in uh, a supportive husband. And, you know, all of those things. That's what I spoke. That's what I said. Hey, some people can call it fairy tale type, childish, whatever. But I'm here to tell you, it kept me going. It gave me what I needed to keep believing in what God had shown me, which was a good husband, a supportive husband, and a husband that feared God, a husband that was not afraid to pray for me and pray with me. And that is exactly what I asked for. That is exactly what God showed me. So that's what I started to speak. I accepted nothing other than what God had shown me. And to this day, hey, May 5th, what, May 6th, I'm sorry, until this day, God gave me exactly what he showed me. And that's my husband. So guess what? If God showed you a baby, if he showed you a life of full of joy and happiness, if he showed you a business that has is just like impacting the world, if he showed you a family that is loving and, you know, all about togetherness, that's what I want you to speak out of your mouth. That's what I want you to talk about. Guess, if, guess what? If you haven't gotten pregnant yet, even if the doctor told you that, It doesn't look like you can get pregnant. I want you to start talking about your baby. Give your baby a name. How about that? Name that baby. Talk about that baby as if that baby is asleep or at the daycare or whatever. Just say, hey, when... We're going to pick up baby Cammy, and you know, baby Cammy loves cupcakes, and I'm going to buy a cupcake and eat it just for her, or I'm going to dress baby Cammy in blue. I don't care if you find magazine, cut out baby pictures. I don't care what you do, but keep that vision in front of you so that you can worship God at all times. Don't speak negativity. Don't speak down about your situation. Don't, you know, if even though it looks like uh, it may look like there's no movement. I don't want you to say, well, nothing's moving in my life or it doesn't seem like anything's moving. No, what you say is there is always movement going on because I am moving. I'm energy. God, God breathes on me. His, his very spirit lives within me. Those are the type of things that you say. When people say, how's everything going? You say there is movement at all times because it is. Movement is taking place even when we can't see it. Hey, we can't see the wind, but we know it's blowing when we see the trees move, the leaves on the trees moving, right? you can't see the air that you breathe, but you know, as long as God woke you up this morning, that you're breathing air because that's the only way you can survive, right? And you only, guess what? Most people say you don't see your breath until you blow it on a mirror or it's really cold outside. Well, then uh, you still don't see your breath. Honestly, you don't. You just see your breath your the the breath that you breathe mixing with the elements of the mirror or the elements of the air. So all I'm saying to you is this: don't allow 
yourself to function in life teeter-tottering, whether you're going to worry or whether you're going to worship, whether you're going to worry or whether you're going to worship. We all have those those times where we're not really sure of what it is that we um, should be doing or whether or not something else should be taking place. But here's what I can tell you. Worship will always trump the enemy. Worship will set the atmosphere no matter where you are. Worship will keep you going. Worship will give you strength. Worship will give you life. Worrying can give you nothing. Even the Bible tells us who who that is worrying can add any days to his life. Your worrying won't add days to your life. Your worrying won't add anything to your life, but it will surely take away from your life. And that's not what I want for you. So that is my spill on worrying and worship. So I know that as you move on throughout the rest of your day, you are going to just worship God for everything that he has done, everything he is going to do, and everything that he is doing right now in your life. Hey, your vision has to be manifested. And the best way to manifest it is through worship and praise and your faith. So you guys know my, you know how I do it. Never give up on your life. Never give up on your dreams and never give up on God because he's not going to give up on you and know that the victory will always belong to Jesus. That makes you victorious. Have a great day.